0: I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Thursday, April 20th. It's 420, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. You know what, Jay? Scrap the intro. I didn't even... (laughs) I totally forgot that it was 420
1: tomorrow. Are you going to be celebrating as a man in the industry yourself?
0: I am. I'm actually going to hit the road to cannabis's next new market, which is Maryland. They're going legal adult use on July 1st, 2023, so I'm going down to a little preview for the day job. Yeah, I get to travel for cannabis on 420. I don't know if the teenage Jay would have thought that possible, but uh, there it is.
1: You know, it feels like so long since it's been legal here that it's hard to even fathom that there are still places where it's not, but clearly that's the case in much of the United States. And so it's interesting to see it all open up and, you know, obviously the activity around it has died here. Is there still buzz in these new places?
0: Well, let me just tell you, I mean, this could be a fact today. It is the single biggest day for cannabis sales in every market, legal, medical, illegal too. So it is a holiday, a high holiday, if you will. So it is a big deal. In new markets, it is a big deal. The markets like Maryland, which are going medical only to medical and recreational. New York, there's a lot of buzz around. They are certainly in the wrap-up phase. So it is still a big deal in a lot of places, even though it's sort of old hat here in Canada.
1: Okay. Well, that's exciting. Well, look, who knew we had a high holiday of cannabis? This is their Black Friday. It's a huge day for the dispensaries out there. So we wish everyone a smooth and easy 420.
0: Well, Brett, aside from the high holiday that is today, what do we have for Peak Pals? For our first story, Snap News. For
1: our second story, we're going to the moon. And for our third story, Strike Time.
0: For our first story, this year for Snap, flying selfie drones are out and everything augmented is still very in. Brett. What's up with Snapchat these days?
1: In the midst of a pretty rough year for social media companies, Snap is trying to pave its way forward through heavy investment in artificial intelligence, augmented reality, and its creators. The company announced at its annual developer conference. Jay, let's dig into that.
0: Sure, a chat GPT-like chatbot, all users will now have access to an open AI-backed chatbot three months after was made available to Snap's three million paid subscribers.
1: Now on top of that, they announced augmented reality mirrors. So first launching in Nike stores in the U.S., AR Mirrors will let customers skip the dressing room line by checking out clothes virtually instead.
0: That's cool. Snap is also investing in creators. Now, top-tier creators will earn a share of the ad revenue their viral content generates, as they do on YouTube, TikTok, and kind of on Reels.
1: For Snap, the last three quarters have been rocky. In August, the company laid off 20% of its staff, cut projects not related to revenue, users, or AR technology, and projected its first quarterly revenue decline. Its share price has fallen about 67% in the last year.
0: Meta has fallen a long way since 2021 performance peak as well. Even Gen Z friendly real can't seem to get most of its users on the platform every day.
1: And this is why this all matters. Social media giants face tensions between keeping users and the people keeping the lights on, aka advertisers, happy. There's no going back to beloved chronological feeds, but a renewed focus on user features will be the only way to keep valuable eyeballs.
0: Now, Snapchat for itself has 750 million monthly active users compared with at least a billion on TikTok, which is probably higher. Two billion on Instagram and 2.96 billion on Facebook. The
1: big picture is the
0: industry continues to battle a slowdown in ad
1: revenue stemming from a rocky economy, competition from TikTok and changes in Apple's privacy policies that make it difficult to personalize and track ads on iPhones. Time will tell whether those bets pay off. For our second story, top travel destinations for 2023 include Venice, Maori, Seoul, and
0: the moon. Are we going, Jay? Are we going to the moon? Oh, we're going, Brett. We're going. Well, later this month, we're not really going, but some people are. Later this month, Japanese lunar exploration company iSpace is set to become the first private company to successfully land on the lunar surfaces, according to Nature.
1: If its lander touches down safely, it will deliver rovers with the goal of proving iSpace's ability to harvest water from the moon soil for future explorers.
0: A Canadian private space exploration company is playing a role, too. Bolton-based Canadensy. No, that can't be right. Canad- Canadensis. Am I pronouncing that right or wrong, Brett?
1: Yeah, that sounds about right. It's definitely not Italian, Jay, so I think the second time was better.
0: Provided iSpace with the cameras that are on its lander.
1: To zoom out, iSpace is one of the many private companies looking to break ground on the moon. Two others, Astro Robotics and Intuitive Machines, are set to make lunar landings this year as part of NASA's CLPS program, which helps private companies fund robotic lunar landers.
0: And here's why it matters, Brett. This rush of private companies to the moon marks the first rumblings of a full-fledged lunar economy, according to Bloomberg. As NASA looks to create a sustained presence on the moon with its Artemis missions, it will also seek the help of private companies.
1: These companies will carry out a range Range of tasks like ferrying cargo and people to the moon, building habitats where researchers can conduct experiments, and mining resources such as lunar ice, which could be used to make things like rocket fuel.
0: And we're gonna be the first podcast to pod from the moon. Is that right, Brett? Yeah.
1: We're gonna beat the daily, we're gonna beat all the big ones, the ringer or whatever. We're going first. We
0: are beating Kara Swisher to the moon. Anyway, yeah. NASA won't be the only customer. Intuitive Machine says it will turn a profit in part by selling space on its landers to companies. One example is Columbia, which will test how well its omni-heat material can handle the moon's extreme temperatures for, I guess, when we go do that podcast, we're gonna need really cool jack.
1: But here's the thing, Jay. Regular trips to and from the moon are decades away from becoming a routine thing, and that's an optimistic estimate. Given both the budgetary and technical difficulties it takes to get there, the promise of a thriving lunar economy is far from a sure thing.
0: For our third and final story on this 420, and what'll be the single most newsworthy strike since Shohei Ohtani's final pitch at the World Baseball Classic, Canada's federal workers are hitting the picket line.
1: Here's what's going on. So about 150,000 federal public servants are on strike after the union representing them, the Public Service Alliance of Canada, PSAC, and the federal government failed to reach a new collective bargaining agreement last night.
0: The strike includes 35,000 CRA workers who were the first federal employees to vote in favor of the strike earlier this month. employees have been working
1: without a new labor agreement since their old one expired in October of 2021.
0: And here's why it's happened. Federal workers want big pay bumps to make up for the toll inflation has taken on their purchasing power.
1: PSAC has asked for a 13.5% wage increase over three years, while the feds have reportedly been unwilling to offer more than 9% over that timeframe.
0: And it matters because the strike will disrupt 23 federal government departments and agencies and make it more difficult to do normal, everyday citizen things like getting a passport, filing income taxes, or crossing a border. Basically, expect major delays when it comes to anything touching the federal government.
1: Negotiations between the sides are set to continue this week into next with the government now highly motivated to get a deal done asap
0: now to zoom out the extended bout of inflation we've lived through is driving labor unrest around the world as unions fight for big pay increases to offset price hikes and canada is no exception
1: Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news
0: podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review.
1: And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com.
0: Thank you, Brett. Have a good day, Peak Pals, but not too good. Remember, take it slow and go low. (laughs) Slow and low. That is the tempo, Brett.
1: (laughs) Have a good one. You too.